This is Stephen Schmidt from the Gazette Digital News Desk, and I'm here with your update for Wednesday, July 26th. Wednesday may start with rain, but it will end up sunny and hot, hot, hot. According to the National Weather Service, there will be a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly before 9 a.m. After that, the clouds will gradually part until it's sunny with a high of 96 degrees and a heat index as high as 105. On Wednesday night, it will be mostly clear, with a low of around 72 degrees. Lynn County has agreed to pay an old wine man who was beaten and seriously injured by two inmates inside the county jail last year an $85,000 settlement of his federal lawsuit. Ethan Palmer dismissed his suit last week against Sheriff Brian Gardner, Jailer Pete Wilson, and others in the Sheriff's Office. According to the lawsuit, Palmer asserted that on May 27th of 2022, in retribution for reporting and assisting in an investigation and prosecution of Justin Michael Bueller, he was severely beaten by inmates Johnny Blonick Church and Gregory Sills while he was in custody in the Lynn County Jail. Three years earlier, on January 7th of 2019, Palmer gave federal agents information that Bueller regularly sold meth to other employees at Pre's Manufacturing in Independence. Later that month, Palmer made controlled purchases of meth from Bueller to assist in the investigation. Bueller was convicted and sentenced to 30 years, for distributing meth. After the assault, Palmer was treated at the University of Iowa hospitals and clinics for extensive injuries, including facial trauma, an orbital fracture, broken nose and teeth, and a fractured knee. A Cedar Rapids man who a federal prosecutor called a menace to the community for operating a shop to sell synthetic marijuana that netted over $1.3 million in 18 months, was sentenced Tuesday to 20 years in federal prison in a case put on hold for a decade after he fled the country. Assistant U.S. Attorney Dan Chatham said Mohammed al-Sharari, 47, knew the substances that he was selling were poison, displayed in colorful packages attractive to kids. Chatham called him brazen because even after law enforcement seized some of his merchandise in 2013, he continued to distribute synthetic marijuana. This case has been pending nearly a decade because Al-Sharari, after being charged, agreed to plea in 2014, but he and his wife Melissa Al-Sharari fled the country. Al-Sharari remained a fugitive until he was extradited from Brazil. According to U.S. Marshals, he and his wife were arrested in Sao Paulo in February 2019 on a local charge and turned over on the federal warrant in January of 2022. Both the Hawkeye and Cyclone athletic programs are anticipating earning record-breaking revenue in the new budget year. However, the biggest bump may come from Iowa women's basketball which is projected to triple the revenue of last year in the upcoming season. In total, UI Athletics is expecting to generate over $140 million in revenue, 9% over last year's record-setting 
129 million. Iowa State University Athletics, which also generated a record $106 million last year, in the new budget year expects to bring in just over $111 million, thanks to strong anticipated ticket sales, philanthropy, and multimedia revenue. Following the national rise of Caitlin Clark and the Hawkeye women's trip to the NCAA championship game, UI expects women's basketball to generate roughly a million more dollars than it did last year, with its expected revenue more than tripling the revenue of a year ago.